11.06, Dr. Payne Show, ready to go. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. You have pain concerns. You want to talk about management. That's what we do here. Bring on the phone calls. It is a live show, of course, right till uh, right till noon. What's going on with you, pal? Uh, you know, the same old. I, I have uh, some important stuff that okay. I'd like to talk about. Um, I was actually at my old high school, which I, which is, I go back uh, every year. The, they let the, you in, huh? Yeah, the kinesiology teacher always lets me go back and give a talk to the students. It's actually, it's a lot of fun. And I was there, and one of the students had a very interesting question. Uh, the question was, what's the most difficult slash complicated case you've ever had wow. in your career? And I was like, oh, that's, I mean, there's been a lot. Um, but the way I answered it and the way I, the reason why I went on and answered it this way was because I had a, a call um, and I've dealt with this type of person. So I said, I'm not going to give you the most difficult case. Uh, what I'm going to give you is the most difficult type of patient that, that someone can get, because that's really like, and what I'm about to tell you is essentially, uh, um, a way of looking at things and you defeat yourself. So the example is this, I actually had a call this week, someone who had seen me for an assessment, um, called my office and actually said they were very unhappy with the assessment. And I said, oh, okay. okay. But f- I said it last yep. week on air. If you have complaints, I want to hear them. Got so I'm happy. Them. To, yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm happy to hear it. I was like, oh, okay, so someone obviously was listening, so I want, I want to hear what this complaint is. Um, and so I was speaking with the person, and uh, they basically said that uh, they felt like they didn't get any answers from the interaction with me. And I said, okay, well, you know, let, let's go back here. You came in um, because you had an issue. I don't, I don't want to go into too much detail. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, you had an issue. Um, you have had that issue for a number of years. You've tried dealing it with medication. Um, it hasn't worked. Uh, I assessed you. I told you that that issue is likely due to some, you know, structural problems that are going on and probably rehabilitation exercises would make it better. Um, and that they would need to do those things. And, and, uh, and so this person basically said, well, so you're saying there's nothing that I can do. And I said, well, no, you're not listening. You're choosing no. not to listen. I am telling you there is something you can do. I said, here are the options. Like, and there, there's no, here's the, the other thing is this. And I'm going to be very honest. I'm going to say it on the air. We don't have any magic cures. We're not selling some magic pill or some magic device that we're, this is not that type of show where it's like, yeah, come see us. We have this tool that cures everything. We do not have that. What we offer is a good place to uh, get the right care, the right health care, specifically towards pain management and injuries that you can receive. Do some things inherently get quote unquote cured because they're so acute or you handle them so well or people just heal well? Yes, of course, but we're not selling cures. We're not, what we're doing is we're selling, uh, um, the right care for the right diagnosis. And I basically said, you have a diagnosis. Here's what you can do for that diagnosis. And I'm never biased to say that here is the only thing that you can do. And I basically, and here's the other thing, when it comes to these types of musculoskeletal slash injury um, types of problems, we know the list. There's only so many things you can do. You can try medication. If it's a surgical problem, you can have surgery. Um, rehabilitation, and I mean that as a broad class to mean like the chiropractic, physio, massage, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, bracing and potentially injections, yeah. right? That's it. That's and, and maybe I'm missing one in my head right now because I'm just speaking, but that's it. There's, there's That's really, the cookbook right that's there. That's it. We don't, yep. have, like in the realm of possibilities that we have as a healthcare profession, we don't have anything else. And I said, so here are the things that you could do. Your problem is not surgical. So cross that one off the list. 
You could potentially use medication. You've said, no, you don't want to do that. Fine. Cross that one off the list. Injections may also be a possibility. It's not a great possibility, but it's definitely a possibility. And you've said, no, you refuse to get injections. Cross that one off the list. (laughs) List This is getting shorter. There's there's no bracing available for the issue that was there. I said, so cross that one off the list. The only thing left is the rehabilitation class. So Mm -hmm. whether you do chiropractic, physiotherapy, uh, massage therapy, but I basically said it's about doing the right therapy. Oh, I don't want to spend the money on that. Okay, fine. So then. (laughs) Number D on the list. Suck it up. (laughs) Yeah. So my point being is what would you like me to do? It's not that I haven't given you an answer. I've given you the answer. I've given you the potential uh, things that could potentially help. If you as a person don't want to do it, and I'm not speaking about this person, I'm speaking about this type of person in general, because a lot of these types of people exist where they've already defeated themselves. Mm -hmm. I remember one of my instructors, I think I must have been first or second year, said, be wary of the patient that comes to you and says, oh, I've been here and I've been there and I've been there and I've been there and nobody can help me. Because what can you possibly do if that's already the mindset? If the mindset is that you're already defeated, what can you do? For and sure. that is the most complicated, difficult case because I don't care about anything else. But if you have the right disposition towards your care, you actually have a better shot of getting better. Yep. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. You got opinions or questions about your health. This is why this hour exists. Bring them on, Dr. Payne Show, Global News Radio. It is 11.15, yeah, 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. Get some answers, tell us the story. We'd like to get your feedback and uh, and hear what's going on. Bob, thank you for hanging on, pal. How are you? Hey, Bob. Hello, I'm not Bob, I'm Paul. Okay, Paul. I was close. I got Bob written here. How are you, Paul? <laughs> uh, oh, not too bad, except, uh, like, my problem is, uh, like, the small toe on my left foot is, like, about twice the size as it should be. Uh, it's all swollen up, and uh, I was told that my family doctor that uh, it's gouty arthritis. And I was wondering, what could I do about that? Well, were you given, did they confirm that it was gout? Uh, I mean, it sounds like it. Yeah. Okay, and so did they give you medication? Yeah. Are you taking the medication? I'm taking the medication, but it don't seem to be helping. Okay, so the other thing with gout is there's certain foods and things that will make it worse. So things like uh, red meats, um any wine or alcohol will typically make those things worse. Um, and then what are called nightshade foods. So any, any vegetable or fruit that's a darker color will typically uh, will, will make that worse. Have you dismissed any of those things? Yes, I've tried all of that. And how long has this been going on? Uh, for about uh, maybe two months. Oh, wow. Hmm. Hmm. I, yeah, that's, that's uh, I mean, you'd have to And How many times have you been seen by your family doctor for this? I've seen by the family doctor, uh, oh, maybe about two or three times, and I've been seen by a rheumatologist. Right. Who yeah. uh, prescribe uh, like some different medication. Right. Apart from what their part, their family doctor was giving me. Yeah, and have you taken that? I've been taking that, hmm. but uh, still, you know, like the. The toe, like if you uh, feel it, it feels kind of pulpy. 
Yeah, well, no, no, it definitely, I mean, for you to have gone to a rheumatologist means that this has been confirmed as gout. They're the right person to deal with this. So I would just simply encourage you to continue going back to your rheumatologist. Um, and it might just be, unfortunately, sometimes these things can be persistent and and uh, uh, and they don't heal well. And so it's just going to take a longer management on that. Um, but I think you're already doing the right things. You're already seeing the right people. Um, and I, and I would encourage you to just continue doing that. So, uh, is there any kind of, uh, you know, could you just maybe, uh, get a needle and, uh, I, I I can't answer that because I haven't assessed you, but I, I'm sure any option that is available, the rheumatologist will will give you that option. Rheumatologist will do. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. No problem. Thanks, Paul. Okay. Appreciate that. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. One eight five 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 Doctor Lou. By the way, D R L O U to reach out or info at paincarecanada.com. Going back to what we were speaking yeah. about before, I I, I had um a, another patient um. Uh, this was an older man brought in by his daughter mm-hmm. uh, to see me for chronic low back pain. And uh, and this, again, goes back to the example of when you've defeated yourself in your own mind. And uh, this low back pain, um, very much, there were no red flags on the history. Like, there was nothing there that was concerning. Uh, initially, when I saw how old he was, just on the forms, I thought low back pain and this potentially stenosis, but there was no indication of it in the history. Even just the way he could stand up, he could walk, there was nothing there. There was no radiation into the legs. So everything, like, if you're going to have low back pain, that's the way you want it. You don't want it with any of the other things associated with it. Uh, but he, he was in a tremendous amount of pain, he described. Um and uh, and so I said, okay, well, you know, let's send you for an X-ray because I mean, you're you're of a certain age. Let's take a look. Maybe mm-hmm. you do have significant enough arthritis in your back that could be creating a problem. Uh, uh, he his daughter once he left the room, his daughter explained that you know he he feels defeated. He's felt defeated about this. Like back thirty years ago, when he first hurt his back, they they said that he should have had surgery. And so he's got this thing in his mind where he always says, "Oh, I didn't have the surgery, so I'm screwed." That's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I sent him for the X-rays. Uh, when when I looked at the X-rays, I I couldn't believe how normal they looked for his age. Like they they looked better than he was close to eighty. They they were better than someone that I, better some, than some that I've seen in people in their forties. Wow! So there was nothing structurally there. Like I was like, okay, the physical exam was absolutely fine, full function, okay. all those things. Pain, which is fine. You can have perfect function, normal X-rays, and have a lot of pain. Um, but I said, I basically said, the great news here is this is not. It doesn't seem like it's anything major. This very much seems like mechanical pain that will respond very well to doing the right types of physical and manual things um, with with somebody. Uh, but the daughter again was like, you know, it, it was very encouraging for for her to hear that um, this wasn't like a death sentence of any sort. Right. But he was still so defeated in his mind, going back mm-hmm. to, oh, I should have done surgery, I should have done surgery, yep. uh, and 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 he's on heavy medication, pain meds that he's been on for a number of years, um, and just going back to sort of like a person who was defeated and is doing the wrong things, and like the inability for someone to switch their mind to and and they're dug in pretty deep yeah and right? i said like you have to understand that that type of surgery for this type of stuff doesn't happen anymore like right. we've we've progressed and that's an important thing we'll get to more of that and your phone calls we got open lines plenty of time for you 416-870-6400 star 640 on cell this is the dr pain show right till noon 
this afternoon right here on Global News Radio. It is 11:24 Dr. Payne show. Lots of time for you to call in. We have open phones ready for you. The live show as you know, get some answers. Uh 416-870-6400 star 640 on your cell. Let's talk about you, about your yeah. elbow because yeah. it's a great example of of management of something, yeah. right? So, you know, give a little bit of history about what you're doing. You're you're getting back active and you're going to be competing and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I cha- I've always been, you know, in the gym for the last, you know, 20 plus years. But I just had a new program designed by a, a trainer, and uh, I'm a week and a half in. This is I just finished my second week, and an old injury popped up again. Up yeah, Golf and we've treated that yep. injury for you, but yep. and we were able to manage it really well mm-hmm. with more just manual therapy and that type right. of stuff. Modalities, I think acupuncture as well. Yeah, I think we did that right. as well. And yeah. and Adrian at the clinic was able to treat you. You, yep. you got it under control, mm-hmm. and and now you start this new program. It rears its ugly head again. Right. And but and and you know we discussed this really golfer's elbow, tennis elbow, carpal tunnel, blah blah. But it doesn't matter. They're all repetitive strain sprain injuries. Right. You keep doing the same thing, you're going to injure it's gonna happen it. Again. So you have a couple of choices. You either manage it or you remove the repetitive strain. Now that right. in some instances, you don't want to make that trade-off because you're, you have a goal. You don't want to remove the repetitive nature of what it is you have to do. So now we consider, okay, well, what are the more aggressive options? Mm-hmm. Um, and yesterday you saw Dr. Bergava at, at our office for a cortisone injection. Why not try it? Why, yeah. And I recommended that to you. Yep. I said, well, let's get you the cortisone injection. Uh, it, it should provide some relief and it'll allow you to do your stuff. And next on the, the chopping block is we'll get you a good brace mm-hmm. that you can use while you're working out. But I think it's a great example of the proper management of an issue, right? Like this is not, again, going back to, is there a cure? Like you were, you were pretty much pain free with that elbow for a good yeah, it backed off for four, five, six months, yeah, maybe. Yeah, and, no and, problem. And again, you've in the last what year and a half really upped your level of activity. Yep, I'm right? down about thirty pounds. My yeah. cardio's up. Yeah, and, I'm just and, in better shape. Yeah, and you're working out a lot, so yep. that's the reason why it's sort of there because obviously your elbow is an important part of working out. You bet. Um, and so this is this is a great example of you can still do everything that you want to do and achieve even more than you want to do by having the right team to help you manage these issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think and. And again, you're an ideal type of patient in the sense that you get that, yeah. right? Like you're not saying, oh, well, you know, I thought we treated this. Why is it back? Yeah, why is it back? Yeah. What didn't you do right? Yeah, and it's and it's not about that. It's not about what didn't you do right. Unfortunately, when you have um, like a weak point, because that's really what it is, because it's your same elbow. It's sort of a weak link. Yeah, there's that, arthritis coming yeah, in there, there now. There's yeah. a weak link there. Um, and so, you know, that area of your body is taking a certain level of abuse more than anything else. And you're, and you're going to feel symptoms because of that. And primarily that symptom is going to be pain. Um, and so you have to manage it the right way. And so this is the great thing. And we're using a lot, right? We went through what was that Rolodex of, of tools that we had. We had injections. We've done that. Yeah. We have have bracing. We're using that. We've had therapy. We're we're using that surgery is not really an option no. for for something like this. Um, and then what was the other thing? I can't even, medications, which probably wouldn't pro- provide you a tremendous amount right. of, of help with this. So I think it's good. It's an ideal patient doing the right things um, and and getting the proper management. And that's really what we offer the extent of those services, which is another important thing. This isn't like you had to go somewhere you've never been before for a cortisone injection, right? right? Or or you're going somewhere totally foreign for now your your manual therapy or your laser. Your therapy or your acupuncture. The the advantage of of our clinics is that 
is that multidisciplinary care where, where you can have multiple healthcare professionals housed under one, if not necessarily one roof, but one organization. Because even if we didn't have someone, for example, in Etobicoke where you went, we may have them in Newmarket. And so, sure. you, you know, we, we can figure that out. Uh, but I think there's a tremendous advantage to having an organization that has this stuff at its disposal because it just provides better care for the patient, right? Like same thing with the brace. We're not going to have to send you to some bracing place that you've never been to. To know you're going to see our in-house bracing specialists. They're going to customize something for your elbow that you can use that can help you manage the issue that you have. And 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 that's a big, big advantage when it comes to these musculoskeletal pain slash injury problems. We'll take a, a short one right back at it. Uh, that's how it starts, man, with a phone call. 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. You want to reach out over the next hour. We'd love to talk to you and uh, get the ball rolling. Honestly, give us a call here. Dr. Payne Show, Global News Radio. It is 1132. Plenty of time for you. 416-870-6400, star 640 on cell uh, to call three. You know, it's funny. You mentioned just before the break, you were talking about my personal experience this week going to see Dr. Bhagava. And as as important as it is to for the clinician to lay out and be patient with all the possible strategies you can use to handle your pain management, you've got to go in there like an open book and Take your time and say, you know what, this is going to take me time. He, I went in there and, and Dr. Bragava said, you know, we're trying manual therapy. There's bracing, there's injection, blah, blah, blah. And we mentioned the cortisone shot, which you and yeah. I talked that morning. He said, go see him. I didn't hesitate. I didn't yeah. him and high. So I'm going to go see him this morning. And he said, this shot may or may not work. We yeah. don't know. I said, and I yep. told you the same. Yeah. Yeah. I said, good, spike up. Let's do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's do it. Like, yeah. Of course, I didn't but, hesitate. But, it's, but at, you, at this point, it's worth... So everything comes... And and so let's make another thing cl- clear here. When I'm giving these examples, I'm not giving these to downplay this type of person. Mm-hmm. I actually hope that this type of person is listening and opens up their mind. Yeah. Because that's how you can get better. That's why I want to talk about this. Because I think it's important for people that have these types of beliefs. One of the things, you know, you've heard me talk about education and empowerment. Beliefs and attitudes towards your care matter a lot like it's very important for prognosis um and so everything comes down to risk benefit like Mm -hmm. weighing those two options and that is also done not just by you the patient but also by us the practitioner we're not gonna i knew right away right like i know your history which why it was easy for me to recommend i know this has been going on for a while it's come up you still want to do the repetitive things so Mm -hmm. it's like you know for when you look at what's really the risk of this type of injection the risk is potentially it's an injection so infection it's always done in a sterile environment, so that that type of risk is mitigated a lot. Is it impossible? No, but it is. Is it likely? Absolutely not. The other risk, which Dr. Bergava went through with you, is if he potentially hits the nerve, then you might have a little bit of a nerve zinger there. It might take yeah. some time to heal. But again, you're having not just anybody. You're having an orthopedic surgeon that yeah. deals with things that knows anatomy yeah. better than anyone else doing it, right? So right. this, again, this is how we mitigate the risk. Um, the, the cost of it. It's it's very overall inexpensive. Thirty forty yeah, bucks. Yeah, cost me thirty. Bucks. Yeah, thirty bucks. Yeah. It's it's an overall inexpensive injection. Um, it doesn't take very long. You're nope. probably in and out in what ten minutes or not, something. Not even. Yeah. Like, yeah it's like... So so all of those things. So we start to consider all those options. And again, the biggest thing is efficacy. How likely is it to work? Same. I told you the same thing as Dr. Bergavin. We're probably looking at a scenario of 50-50. Mm-hmm. But at this point, with what you have going on, it's worth that 50-50 in our opinion. Now, we shoot that over back to you with all the information that we know. Now, it's up to you. Do you make If your decision coincides with our decision, yep. then we go ahead and we move forward if we do it. If you, at the end of the day, sat there and said, you know what? 
for, for a 50-50 shot and some of the other things. Like, I don't really like the nerve thing. I don't want to do it. Fine. Fine. You don't do it. We, we look for other options then. But I, th- but I in our clinical uh, judgment between myself and Dr. Bergava, we thought it was a good idea. We thought it would be worthwhile for you to do. I do think it'll help you. Uh, it'll help control the inflammation that's building up in that area. Uh, get the brace. You'll still be able to do all the things you want to do. And, and I think those beliefs and attitudes that people have towards this type of stuff is very, very important. And, 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 you know, I think loved ones, people that care for these types of people, you need to keep talking to them about that. You need to keep talking to them about changing their minds. It's incredible how many people have brought a loved one to me. And right. and I start saying this stuff. And the minute they leave the room, they sit there and they're like whispering. They're like, I tell them that all the time. Like right. they're there. Like, that's why I brought them to you because I need you to tell them. And if you defeat yourself, I mean, it's really life is sort of like that. It's whatever you believe will sort of happen, right? And so if you're defeating yourself and you're saying, no, that's it, I'm, I'm done. I can't, I'll never be better. This is as good as it gets for me. And in fact, I'll probably get worse. Don't be surprised if that happens. But if you can open up your mind to the realms of, like we're in such an amazing place in history with the tools we have um, to, to treat these types of things. If you can open up your mind uh, and, and just give things a fair shot, do it. When, when I think back to that to that person that I was speaking about, with the, with the therapy, their excuse was, oh, I've had therapy before and it didn't work. And it was like, yeah, but you had the wrong therapy. Right. That's the other thing. It's like, I don't know what it is about healthcare, but if, if we were talking about cars and your car broke down and you had a bad experience with a mechanic. I'm never buying another car. You would never say, yeah. well, if my car breaks down again, never going to a mechanic, doing that all on my own from now on. Like, no, that, that just is unreasonable. Unfortunately, there are people that are not good professionals. Um, and mm-hmm. maybe you saw that or maybe... You didn't give it a fair shot because the other it's the other side of the coin, too. Maybe that person recommended four or five weeks and you only did two weeks and, and you and you didn't get the results that you expected soon enough. Or there was a breakdown in the communication. There's so many things there. But a lot of the times in my experience, what I've seen is it's just it, it's really just not carried out the right way. And I don't mean that it's the practitioner's fault or the patient's right. fault. Oftentimes it's a breakdown of communication like you know, one, a big thing is a lot of people when they come for therapy the first time, it's like, hey, FYI, you're gonna, you're likely going to be more sore tomorrow. Well, yeah. And if you don't tell people that the next day when they wake up and they're that sore, they sit there thinking this like, guy killed oh, me. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, I feel worse than I did yesterday. I'm not going back there. And then magically enough, a few days go by and they start to feel better. And then they think it's natural history where they're like, oh, it ended up going away the, itself. Like, you know, like that guy ruined me or that girl ruined me. But then, you know, well, luckily four days yeah. later, thankfully it was perfect. And I, and it was totally gone. And so it's very important, and 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 this is not on the part of the of the of the patient because they don't inherently know this information. That's why communication is so right. important. That's why I do this show to communicate about this stuff. And I think it's it's just having gone through this and in a lifelong history of my lower back. The problem that the patient gets into is be, they become pain centric. They become they get tunnel vision and they don't have a goal. Now that goal could be different for me, as you know. The reason why I'm going to beat this elbow thing, no matter what, is because I got a show coming up next yeah, year. You have I'm committed a goal. to. I've got yeah. a goal. I've started yeah. with a new trainer. I've got things I want to do. So but I'm having goals- a rat's ass, I'm going to beat this thing, right? <laughs> Are you but you're to say 80. That? Why not? It just no, okay. <laughs> but I mean, even if you're 80, maybe your goal is to see your what? grandkids twice a week. Of course, and you can't do. Yeah. You have a goal. Yeah, of course, you have to have a goal because right. without a purpose, it's very hard to meet any type you're of objective. You're going to wallow in right? it, right? Like, imagine yeah. just like take this example. Imagine if you had to go to 
work without getting paid. How many people would be going to work? <laughs> yeah, not too many, right? Like, <laughs> right. like it just wouldn't happen. So goals yeah. are very important. And you're right. The goal needs to be individually tailored. We can't say to everybody, well, your goal is to do a show next year. Like that's right. not the goal is what do you want, right? Like what is it that you're looking for? And, and realistic goals. And the other thing in our plan of management, we set that out. What are your short? Because you, you also can't also have just long-term goals you because bet. it's so far that it's hard for people to say like, oh, yeah. my, like we're thinking about three years from now. Like, I, I don't know. It's also about creating, well, what are your short-term goals? And what are they the realistic goals? But it's a perfect example. Maybe you're dealing with someone who, with stenosis, for example. Like, again, when we're managing stenosis and someone is having a problem, they can't walk even, you know, around the grocery store to get their groceries. Our goal then becomes, okay, well, how much would you need to walk in the grocery store? 100 yards, 150 yards? Like, in order for you to feel like you still have your independence, is that a realistic goal? Yes, absolutely. Is it realistic tomorrow? No. But is it realistic over a course of management of six months, eight months, a year? Yeah. And then at least you can continue to have that independence. You have a purpose, and that purpose gives you a reason to keep going forward, right? Because that's an important thing as humans. We need a purpose. Liz, we'll get to you. Hang on the line and your calls as well for. 416-870-6400, 416-870-6400, star 640 on sale. Dr. Pancho, you still got some time to get some uh, some answers happening right here on Global News Radio. It is 1144. Yeah, still got a few minutes. Don't wait right to the end so we can get to you. 416-870-6400, star 640 on your cell. Liz, thank you for hanging on. Good morning. Hi, Liz. Liz, no home? Courtney's looking at me going, where's Liz? Hello? Hello? Hi. We got crickets. No. Courtney's going great. We've got to sort another one out. Anyway, so there you go. So uh, reiterate again, uh, contact for reaching you and what's going on with you guys as far as expansion. Yeah, so we're we're on a total rebrand. Clinics will all look the same. Name will be consistent. We're just waiting on the marketing team to put all these things uh, uh, together. The show will change as well in terms of the name, but it'll still be me and unfortunately you. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so literally nothing changes in terms of what has to happen. It's just a change of name and and the the face of the company and those things just so from a brand perspective, we really want to create somewhere where people, you know, the biggest thing in this industry is is the warm referral, right? Like if if you're speaking to someone, you're more likely to go visit someone because someone you know has said, oh, go see this person. They're sure. really good. That's what we're doing here. We want to create an environment where just by the very nature of this radio show and the other marketing things that we do, uh, that you know you can trust this name, that, that you can trust Pinpoint Health, that you can confidently walk into one of our locations sure. and get the right care, the right care for your musculoskeletal uh, pain, injury problems. That is a big thing. You know, I mean, I always say you're you're open to go wherever you want. That mm-hmm. is the reality of this. Of course, I'm biased, but I I've made it a mission of mine to create this type of organization. Uh, in in order to really, I, I, again, I think back. I graduated seven years ago, uh, which time flies, and it doesn't sound like it's all that long ago. Um, and. I remember, you know, being a professional and thinking like, I can't help everyone on my own. Like, it's just not possible. Right. Like, it's it doesn't matter. Like, I'm I'm not. But I figured the way I could help everyone is if I could build the right team, and then my team could help pretty much anyone yeah. with these types of things. Um, and so, you know, it's been really really rewarding to see what 
a, a patient just coming in and all of the options, like even when I think of you, like that type of stuff brings me so much joy to know that a patient can get exactly what they need. Like you, got it. you didn't have to play a guessing game and say like, okay, it wasn't working with this, with this professional. What do I do now? now no, it's, do? it's a conversation with this team, with the, with the pinpoint health team where it's like, okay, well that worked for this amount of time. Now I'm here. What do I do next? Uh, and those options still exist and we'll always have another option to do. And that's how you manage things properly. We'll try uh, Liz again. Hey, Liz, good morning. Yeah, good morning. Can you hear me now? You bet I can hear you now. Go ahead. Okay, sorry about that. No well, worries. Uh, what I would like to know is, like, uh, I, I do have a lot of arthritis, but I'm managing it pretty good. Now, I'm going on to 80, actually, next month, and uh, my knees have been pretty good, but I was on vacations uh, in Italy, actually, and we did a lot of steps and steps and mm. more steps. And I found out that some of my knees started to kind of hurt a little bit and I put support on it and it did help. What I'm wondering is, it's Dr. Lou, right? Yep. Uh, should I go have an ultrasound? Should I go have an x-ray to see if there's something wrong? That uh, No, I mean, you've already said you have arthritis, so there's wear and tear there and... and Arthritis is definitely the type of thing that when there's overuse, then then it's going to definitely be more painful. Um, so I think when when something like that, the first best bet is is getting therapy, and this is where therapy is important for, like, say something like knee osteoarthritis. It's not a cure. You already have knee pain. You've said that, but you said that you manage not it rel- a, relatively not on well on a daily basis. Not on a yes, daily exactly. Basis. But you do have some pain that you overall manage very well. So you yeah. can use therapy to get you back to your normal, what your normal was. That doesn't mean therapy is going to take your knee pain away like it, it never hurt before. No, it'll get you back to where you were prior to your trip, or, or it should anyways. Um, and that's usually the good, a, a good first place to start is with uh, my approach is always least invasive to most invasive, least most conservative to least conservative. Therapy is the most conservative option you have when it comes to, uh, again, any type of musculoskeletal pain or injury problems such as knee arthritis. It is the. Well, what should I do? What should I do when you when you mention therapy? Like, do you mean uh, physiotherapy, massage, or exercise, or? Yeah, definitely like a combination. When I say therapy, I use it as like kind of a broad stroke of a combination of those things. Typically, in the beginning of the therapy, it should be more. Something that someone can do to you, so whether it's massage, machine-based, things like that. And as you move through the plan, it should be be definitely more exercise-based. Um, so it's very hard to say, like, again, this is why I've built the, the, the team that I have, because I, I don't like to say you should see this professional or that professional when it comes to therapy, because... I don't know who you're going to end up seeing, and 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 that's a dangerous thing. And so uh, it, it really depends. When I say therapy, you need the right type of therapy. The right type of therapy is stuff that someone else can do to you in the beginning of that therapy for the first week, week and a half, and then moving towards exercises and self-management so that after about three or four weeks, it's stuff that you can take home, do yourself, and manage it until it unfortunately happens again, or hopefully it doesn't. But that's what therapy should be. Well, do you have, like I heard you uh, earlier mentioning that uh, you are in Mississauga and I'm in the East End in Stouffville. Is there some same sort of organization yep. in, in the East End? Yeah. Where so, would that be? Yeah, so Newmarket, our location in Newmarket is probably not horribly far from you um, no, or, or no. Richmond Hill, and, and we can definitely help uh, get you somewhere like that. And what are they called? What is the name Pinpoint of Pinpoint Health. Here? 
give give me a call and we'll get you I'll get someone to give you a call from one of the two locations. We'll speak after the show. Liz, appreciate that again. Pinpoint Health, you want to go to one eight five 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 Doctor Lou D R L O U. You can write that number down and call them and uh, and get going. Thanks. Uh, appreciate the call, Liz. We'll get to you, Janice. Hang on a uh, couple minutes here. Lots more of the Doctor Payne Show is on the way. This is Global News Radio eleven fifty three. Doctor Payne Show. You want to reach out when we're not on the air? Uh, for now, uh, info at paincarecanada.com and one eight five 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 Doctor Lou D R L O U. Janice, thanks for hanging on. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. What's going on with you? Um, I have uh, osteoarthritis in my thumb, mm-hmm. in my right hand. Yep. Um, and I do get cortisone shots, but over the years, my thumb is actually turning in and touching the palm of my hand. Yep. So is there any type of therapy or anything else that I can do that will correct that or no? Because I can't even hold a pen anymore. Yeah, so unfortunately, so the thing about arthritis, what arthritis is, is essentially as bones approximate, um, the body in what would be, I guess, in the short term, a very effective mechanism uh, lays down calcium. In the long term, that calcium becomes more bone. As that bone impacts more and more, um, severe osteoarthritis will actually cause the bones to displace. Um, and that sounds like what you're describing where, when the bones have displaced, like a good example of that is a bunion, right? Like where the impaction, like you see this all the time, people that have bunions and it's really severe osteoarthritis causing impaction of the bone and, and, and creating that first digit, the big toe to deviate in. inwards. Yeah. Right. Um, and, and that's very common because we walk on it in the thumb. It's not as common, but you, maybe you had something you were doing in your life that, that led to more osteoarthritis. Um, it's a tough one, especially when you start getting it. Typically, like this can happen in the knee too. Um, and typically what we do is we replace the joint in the knee and the hip. And that's easy. In the thumb, it's not as easy. Um, there's potentially the, you know, get a surgeon going in there, shaving it down a little, potentially fusing it. It's just that's all stuff. I think you're sort of based on what you're describing at the point where you'd have to consider a conversation with surgical options at that point. Not therapy would likely um, might provide some you know, slowing down of it, like in terms of some exercises and things you could do. But I think at that point, it's going to be hard, right? Like when it's that severe, uh, that's usually when the surgical options uh, start to to become more realistic. And what if I was to opt or at least discuss with my doctor surgery options, is that, does it have a good outcome? Like, will I... That that's all between yeah, the, and that's very hard for me to answer um, over the radio because I, I don't I haven't seen it. Um, it. There's so many variables that go into that. This is not the outcome is not just like oh yeah we do the surgery and everything's fine. There's always a trade off, right? Um, right? That that's going to need to be made, and and that's sort of a decision between you and the surgeon. Is that trade off, you know, worthwhile? Also, the other thing with these types of surgeries is it's not necessarily a cure that this will never come back it's usually a a, just a a new management strategy where it's like well we can do this uh same as bunions a lot of people will get their bunions taken down uh and 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 get it fixed but that doesn't mean that that bunion never comes back it does and you can try to do certain things to slow down its progression and all those things but unfortunately that's sort of what happens and so um but that that's a very um specific question that I, i think needs to be directed towards uh the specific doctor that you see uh with regards to the surgery okay thank you very much no problem yeah of course
Patrick. Thank you, Janice. Yeah, appreciate it. Have a uh, have a wonderful weekend. You want to reach out further again? One eight five 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 Doctor Lou D R L O U. Yeah. So there you go. So and, and there you go. That's an example, right? If I right. think you're already there, I actually think there were two examples like t- that today. So so Janice and then the person who called earlier, uh, who was already seeing the rheumatologist for the gouty toe, right? I didn't say come in and see me. No, it sounds like you're already doing the right stuff. If I'm, if I don't feel like me or my team could add a layer of value, then there's really no point. And especially if it sounds like you're already sort of doing the right things, then then I I, I just usually will encourage people continue doing the right thing, which you're. It sounds like you're doing, um, and and that's really you know what what I'm here for. I'm happy to take these calls uh, throughout the week at one eight five 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 Doctor Lou D R. LOU, uh, have a discussion with people about the problems that they're they're suffering with and, and see if there's anything that we can add to it um, or if things are already being done the right way. But, you know, most of the time there's something that could be added. Yeah. That'll be uh, that'll be it for a, uh, another week. We're going to be back in here next week. And in the meantime, you just heard the number. Write it down, one 855 doctor Lou D-R-L-O-U, info at paincarecanada.com. And we'll catch you next time right here. Dr. Payne Show on Global News Radio.